Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie Haley. I just wanted to start today's episode by thanking you for listening. Um, If you are enjoying the One Hot Thing podcast, I would love it if you would subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. Also, just to let you know, if you haven't already grabbed your copies, I've spent some time over the last couple of months working on two downloads for you guys which I thought might be really useful. If you are thinking about outsourcing any part of your work in general or more specifically any part of your content, I've put together a process spreadsheet, a process document which takes you through every step, whether you produce a blog, whether you produce a podcast or video content, takes you through every step of the journey from getting that content published, getting it repurposed and promoted. So when you download and access this document, it's fully editable, so you'll be able to make it your own. It's actually a copy of exactly what I use for myself and my clients, but you will be able to edit it and make it your own. There is also a Get Outsource Ready document as well, which you can access, and it's got some great tips in there, letting you know really how you can make a start with outsourcing and overcoming some of the hurdles that people come to when they're trying to bring in other members to help them with their content or with any aspect of their work. It's basically drawing on my experience of being involved in lots of other people's content processes and hopefully it will just help things run much more smoothly for you so you can start getting some of your time back. So I will drop the links to both of those downloads in the show notes below this episode. This week on the podcast, my guest is Kerry Rycroft. Kerry created her first online course way back in 2014, and she made almost £2,000 by selling it in between Christmas and New Year, and it quite literally changed her life. She took eight months off work in 2017 to care for her then 13-year-old son who was going through a difficult time. The income from her online products basically paid her rent bills, put food on the table and petrol in the car, and looked after her family for that whole time. Obviously, that felt really good. And now she's fortunate enough to spend her days working with her amazing clients and teaching them how to build their own online business, giving them the freedom to work when they want to. So she's here today to reveal her one hot thing. Okay, so today I'm joined by Kerry Raycroft. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. It's exciting to be here. No, I'm really, really chuffed to have you here. We've already had a little chat, haven't we? Because we've got quite a few bits in common. I like puppies and ponies, so. <laughs> yeah, anybody that likes puppies and ponies has to be a great person. So yeah, it's a I good think start. so. I think so. Yeah. I think we're off to a great start. <laughs> Brilliant. Only interviewing people on your podcast who like puppies and ponies. That that's could I could niche down even further by only doing that. Yeah, it's that's that's a good plan. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Fab, would you like to tell us what your one hot thing is today? Yeah, so my one hot thing um, that I'm going to talk about today is how in my business, um, my team and I use our clients' wins as ways to attract new clients to us. So we do a lot of case studies and a lot of promoting our clients rather than promoting us. Um, So yeah, we take our clients' wins and we package that into into lead magnets and into ways that people can come and work with us. 
Fantastic. I was really excited when you came to me with this um, this suggestion, that your one hot thing, because it's so different, really, to anything that we've had. And I think it's something that's quite often overlooked. So I'm really excited to dive into this. So if you could just start maybe just by telling us a little bit about how you do it. Yeah, so um, we work with really amazing clients who have either a coaching business or a book or something that they've published or that they've created. Um, and we help them turn that into an online course. So we work with people who have either big coaching practices or therapists or they have a process that they go through to get results for their clients um, and we help them turn that into an online course. So one of the nicest things that I'm able to do is then to, at the beginning of the week, go back through all of the conversations we had with clients the previous week, look at what they've said they were doing, look at the stats they were getting. And then we basically just pick those out and turn them into content. So we had one client who made £10,000 in a weekend from launching the course. So we were able to talk all about that. Um, We'll look at the stats that they get in their funnels in terms of like the click-through rates and how many um, people they manage to get to visit a page and we'll turn that into blog posts um, I tend to sit down at the beginning of the week and write down a list of things that we can use my team then flesh them out a bit and turn them into a blog post or a social media post um, or the idea for a video and then we're really good at repurposing that content once so last week we were talking about uh, our client Joan who'd had amazing results selling her Facebook um, online course So we just spent all week talking about that. So everywhere we were, we were talking about, didn't you do great? Here's a link to her sales page. Um, Do you want similar results as that? Would you like to understand how she did that? And yeah, it's really nice to be able to talk about your clients and not have to talk about yourself. A lot of people are really uneasy about self-promotion. They're saying, you know, we do a great job. This is what we're good at. But by the same time, if you're talking about your clients' results, in effect, you're, you know, you're, you're showing people the results that you could get for them as well. Excellent. And it's like it's showing that social proof, isn't it, as well, that, you know, we're not just saying this is what we can do. This is what we've actually done. And yes, you are kind of shouting about what you've done, but you're put, shining the spotlight onto your clients. So, yeah. So for anybody that's frightened of you know oh I can't write this because it'll look like I'm you know bragging and it's all me 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 it's not is it you're actually highlighting somebody else's wins yeah exactly and we always get their permission to share anything financial because some people don't want to talk about financial results so we always um have a chat with our clients and say you know can we share this mm-hmm. so the team at keeping hold of screenshots of conversations we've had on messenger um, you know, where if one of us is messaged or if the clients message us to say, oh, my God, we just sold another 10 copies of the course. Um, we keep screenshots of all of those as we're going through and just upload them to a place in our Slack group so that we've always got, you know, little things to look back on and go, actually, more about that. Yeah, fantastic. So in a nutshell, so your business is basically you're taking, like you say, a piece of work that somebody's already done. It could be created. It could be a book, for example, and you're then helping them turn it into an online course and then to attract more people, more clients to you to to do the same thing. You're basically highlighting the wins of, of current clients. Fantastic. So you kind of mentioned that you share wins or share in in that way on social media in terms of social media posts using maybe screenshots that you've taken from from actual clients. You mentioned as well about creating lead magnets. Um, So how would you recommend that somebody went about doing that? So we, um, one of the, the lead magnets that we created recently um, was, it, and a lead magnet is just a way to get people to sign up for your email list and to become part of your world so that you can 
put them into your sales funnel and, and you know take them through that process of getting them to know them better one of the recent ones we did was I did a a live call which was again it was around our client Joan and it was all about would you like to come to a call and find out exactly step by step what she did to make £10,000 in a two-week launch period she didn't spend mm. money on adverts um, if you want to find out more about what she did then sign up below and you can come along and join the free call and find out all about it so that got people to sign up for our email list um, they then received an email notification with details of my Facebook group where the live call is going to be held. So then if they were interested, they joined my Facebook group and I just ran it as a, li- a Facebook live. I was thinking about doing it as an actual webinar and setting it up properly. But in the end, I just did an ad hoc Facebook live, went through step-by-step step everything that we'd built for her, everything that she did, um, highlighted the stuff that maybe didn't work as well as we thought, highlighted all the things that we tried, told them exactly numbers of people that came through to the sales page percentages that converted into sales we talked about the split between people who bought in full and people who bought in payment plan um and it was a really good session i just talked and answered questions and showed people really sort of behind the scenes of what she'd done and i think that's quite refreshing because a lot of people aren't Mm. that open about you know what worked and what didn't work Mm. and as a as a lead magnet it got i think we had about 60 or 70 people that signed up for my email list and joined the Facebook group and, and came along and watched it. So from my point Fantastic. of view, Fantastic. yeah, it was really good. And it, it promoted her business and it promoted her as well. Um, yeah. That's it. And do you tend to find because you are shining the spotlight on your clients that they then share it as well to their audience? Yeah. Do you think yeah. you get more exposure because of that as well? Yeah. yeah. I think, um, like you said earlier, if they're not comfortable in promoting themselves, it's quite nice for them to share something that somebody else has written about them definitely so it's it just it works for everybody doesn't it that's the beauty of it yeah it does and it's really simple I mean it just makes it really easy for us to think about what are we going to write about there isn't ever that you know what are we going to share on social media what are we going to write about how am I going to get people to come and book a call and talk to me we just look back and go what what have our clients achieved over the last month um and how can we share that and how is it relevant because even the struggles and the questions that they have and the times that things don't work out, you can always make a story up about it, put a story together and say, look, we tried this and it didn't work. So then mm. we changed it and did this. So it's just a great source of content. If you look at your own client, um, it positions me as an expert in my field. It positions mm. my clients as experts in their field. Mm. I, mean, I can't think of any, anything bad about it at all. Exactly. I suppose some people might might fear that that if they approach their clients, their clients might say, oh, I'm a bit nervous about you talking about this. I'm not really sure I want to be involved. Have you ever come up against any? Um, yeah, we've, we've done a few. We've done a few that are kind of, um, we have, we've only mentioned the person by first name and we haven't linked to them or anything. So we've done right. a few where we've, you know, this person achieved these results. Yeah. Um, we weren't confident about talking because some, we work with a lot of therapists and a lot of okay. psychiatrists and sometimes they're uncomfortable about sharing their clients' success stories and they're uncomfortable. At, they don't want their clients to think that they're going to be, you know, talking about them publicly. Yes. Um, so in that instance, we would probably write a case study and keep it sort of a little bit more of a step back and say, you know, we worked with a client and this is what they achieved. Yeah. Um, and we still use their results, but we'd, we'd use them in an anonymous 
way. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of other examples of, of how people could do it. Like we've talked about the example that it's sort of, sort of like a webinar, wasn't it really, that you, you invited people to come on. Have you done anything which has been like a physical download? Um, like a, yeah, so, yeah. yeah we've, done, we've done case study documents, um, sort of like white papers. So, you know, right. here's a do you want to learn the three um the three actions that somebody made in order to sell their online course and then it's a pdf which is a download of you know here's a here's a description of what they were selling and the size of their audience to start with and then here's step by step what they did so yeah we've offered it as a, a downloadable pdf oh amazing yeah so I guess with that, it's, it's about for, for making something like that work. I guess it's got a lot to do with how you put it across, isn't it? So rather than people aren't just going to go and download a case study, but if you're saying that these are the three ways that this client did this, then that's all, all of a sudden much more appealing, isn't it? So Yeah, it comes back to positioning, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, you've got to know who your ideal client is. I, I know my ideal clients really well, and I know what they want, and I know what they're looking for. Mm. So then... I, I look at our content and say, well, how have, how have I helped other people achieve that? So then how can I go out and tell the rest of the world who haven't worked with me that this is what I could get for them? Definitely. So I think it comes back to if you know your ideal client and you know what they really want, then, you know, and this, this can work for any industry. I mean, if you're, a, if you're a copywriter and, you know, maybe you've ghostwritten a book for somebody that sold however many copies, you can talk about that. You can, you know, you can say, I was a ghostwriter for this book that went in as an Amazon number one or... I did the, built this website and it now gets however many hits a day and it's got this much traffic for my customers. It doesn't, you don't have to be in an industry where you help somebody make money specifically. Mm. I think anybody in the service industry could look back at, you know, what they've done that's been really successful for a client and then share it in this way. Mm. Would you have any advice for people who, because a lot of the, the people listening, they, they are in the service-based industry and a lot of what they do, like, like you just touching on there, they don't necessarily, what they do doesn't necessarily directly make, say, make them their client £10,000 or £20,000, whatever. But the time that they save their clients frees them up to then go out and make that money doing other things. So I would, I would be talking about that. If I was, um, say, a, I don't know, a web designer or a graphic designer and I knew that I'd saved my client 10 hours mm. by the piece of work that I'd done for them, I think as part of the, the finishing up the project, I would have a process where I said to the client, how much time do you think this has saved you? Mm-hmm. And you know, what, what, you, what, what would you do with that time? Or can you tell me something fun that you would have done with those 10 hours? Um, just as a, a topic of conversation mm. and then you can go out there and say oh, I, I did this it saved them 10 hours and with that time they went and signed up three new clients to work with them or yes. with that time they you know took a week off and took the kids on holiday or did something you know what what might they have done with it yes definitely I love that yeah so I think that the idea of kind of documenting your working process with a client and sharing that is really interesting as well that kind of behind the scenes stuff people People really want to know. We're, we're a nosy nation, aren't we? Yeah. We all want to know what they're doing. Yeah. You could even go as far as to say, um, if you can't specifically show the results that you've got for a client, you could do a behind the scenes. Do you want to, you know, behind the scenes of how I built a website for this person? Mm. And you could you could share a little bit about, right, the first thing we did was we talked about this and then we did this. And this is, here's some of the stumbling blocks we came up against and here's how I made my client feel really happy in the end of it and delivered them an amazing website. Amazing. So many good ideas. It's just like, like we said before, I can't, I can't see a downside or a negative anywhere. It's just a really 
altruistic way of yeah of just helping each other out really isn't it it's yeah it is and i think it it um it appeals to our british side sometimes where mm. we're not very doubting about ourselves or we're not very good at talking about i don't really like talking about how much money i've made i find it much easier to talk about how much money clients have made. yeah <laughs> and you know if, if you have a money goal, sometimes it's really hard to go out there and shout about your money goal and say, I want to make this much money. Mm. But if you can turn that money goal into clients and then go and say, you know, my, my goal for next year is to work with 100 clients and to teach 100 clients how to build their own online course and to be really successful and have five-figure launches the first month they launch them, that's something that people can kind of get behind and get excited about. And I can get excited about talking about that. Yes. And as a side, as a side result of me achieving that target, I make my money target. Absolutely. But it, it means I don't have to go out there and say, this is how much money I want to make. So it's just reframing it. Yeah. I think it's looking at, you know, what, what, what can you get really excited about and how can you position it in such a way that it makes everybody feel good? I love it. I absolutely love it. I have so enjoyed that. So enjoyed it. Would you just round off by letting people know where they can find out more about what you do and connect with you online? Yeah, absolutely. So all of my social media um, and my website and everything is just in my name. So it's Kerry Rycroft. Nice and easy to find. There's nobody else with my name spelt in the same way. Um, but yeah, it's and it's K-E-R-R-I-E, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'll give you a link so that people can fantastic yeah Facebook LinkedIn just come and connect with us amazing oh my surprise question which I've been forgetting to do recently I always surprise people at the end with this question and that is what will you be having for your tea tonight ah that is up to my 15 year old son because he cooks for us every night um oh wow he's not interested in horses at all so while me and the girl play with ponies and do fun things his job is to cook dinner so we have um either gusto or hello fresh boxes delivered at the beginning of the week so okay he does his homework has a look and decides what he wants to cook it's tuesday so I, he would cook the second quickest thing in the box and he cooks <laughs> the quickest by thursday like, oh it's gonna take an hour he's been there for ages <laughs> last night we had stir fry um i don't even all i don't even pick the meals anymore he picks what goes in the box Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's his thing. So I, I, I don't know, but I'm sure it will be lovely. I love your system. I am going to uh, <laughs> try and implement that in my household, although Ethan's not interested in horses, but he's only uh, six, so I don't think we can quite get him to cook tea yet. But I'll think of yeah, something. Yeah, I think six is a little bit young for that responsibility. Yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. It was lovely to chat to you. Yeah, it was lovely to meet you. Take care. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.